0: Welcome to a special edition of the Drive Time News Blast. This is Monica Perez.
1: And I'm Brad Binkley.
0: Today is the day that there's a Georgia Senate runoff uh, in Georgia. It's January 5th. It Tomorrow is the day Congress and the Senate uh, certify the electors for the presidential election. And on the ground, as always, fighting the good fight, is our friend from VoterGA.org. Garland Favorito, an election integrity activist we have known and talked to and brought to you for years now, and he has breaking news on his fight to battle the steal, stop the steal, and we just thought this would be a one-time departure from our normal format for this uh, exclusive and very important information. Hi, Garland. Thanks so much for being with us today. I know you're really busy. <laughs> well,
2: I am, Monica, but I always have time to, for you, um, cause you're special. So, um, I'll make that time available. Um, but yeah, you're right. I am, uh, busy. I'm actually, while everybody's out, out voting and wondering who won, uh, I'm heads down on our lawsuit, uh, because we got some exciting news, uh, yesterday that we will have a hearing tomorrow, uh, at four o'clock, uh, on our motions to compel Fulton County to show us the ballots from the november 3rd election these are the mail-in ballots that had been questioned by four different poll workers who handled them during the audit they the uh, these are 20-year poll manager types and they detected uh the fraudulent what they believe to be fraudulent ballots in the fulton county mail-in uh, count. Uh, you saw the video monica in the state farm arena we've talked about that on your show where they illegally scanned uh, ballots, uh, tens of thousands of ballots after the poll workers, um, had, oh, I'm sorry, the poll monitors had left and the media, and they told them that they were done for the evening, then went ahead and pulled out those, um, those hidden ballots from underneath the skirted table. So, um, that's what, yeah, we're uh, asking them, the county, to show us the ballots, and we think we're going to be able to force the issue tomorrow
0: at four o'clock. All right so I want to back up a minute. Uh, you we, the last time we talked was this weekend, we did a live stream which also is in our propaganda report feed mm-hmm. and you were telling us that you had this litigation teed up that you wanted to do. I think it was a forensic analysis mm-hmm. of the of the absentee and mail-in ballots. Now was that in Fulton County? Is that all of them both the ones the gr- so you had poll workers who signed affidavits that they saw ballots, that mail-in ballots, that they felt were inauthentic because they did not have creases, they did not appear to be on the same paper stock as the authentic ballots, and the circles that were filled in to indicate the voters' preference seemed to be filled in by toner and not by a writing implement. So was your request to look at those ballots or your lawsuit to look at those ballots, all ballots, the ballots that you personally had a reason to question, as well as the ballots that were in that video, um, any material ballots that came in through the mail. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, that's exactly right, Monica. And so basically all of the ballots in question are mail-in ballots. So, And that's we, a
0: couple of hundred thousand?
2: That's right. It's about 150-some thousand, um, and I don't have the exact number in front of right. me. But we will, uh, yes, those are the ones that are in question. And, and the little, number,
0: it's only there. Trump supposedly lost Georgia by less than 12,000 votes.
2: That's right. Uh, okay. uh around 12,000. I, I heard 12,670. Then I've heard that it was even less than that. But yeah. Right.
0: Okay. So you were suing to get a. So there's two important things about the lawsuit that you filed. You were suing to get and to be able to examine those yourselves. And you, you the one important thing was that. You were suing on behalf of other citizens for violation of your constitutional rights because your vote was diluted by what may have would have been diluted if these ballots were inauthentic, correct?
2: That's exactly right, Mike.
0: And then the big news was that you were going to have a hearing. This is what we talked about on the weekend. You were going to have a hearing on Monday, which was yesterday, January 4th, with a judge you felt had integrity. So you had high hopes that Monday night you would be examining those ballots.
2: Uh, That's right. We did have pretty high hopes. Um, And uh, that one went in that kind of went south. So here's what happened on that. The. Um we we were very careful to make sure that this was not an election contest because we knew that it would get it would have gotten thrown out right away. So what we did was we What does that a, mean
0: that you were careful that you weren't making a con you weren't contesting yeah, the election? That's
2: exactly right. Because we were well on past the five day limit and the system and it would have been uh immediately thrown out.
0: Got it. So, so you so, have a couple of good lawyers who are fighting the good fight along with you, right?
2: yes in fact uh we're more more and more joining us th- uh right. you know every day and every week uh they want to be involved in this because it's going to be historically thing.
0: yes so, it's the last gasp for any kind of faith in the system as far as i'm concerned
2: yeah i think so too um
0: so what so, happened there with that so the you oh, didn't get that hearing yesterday well
2: here's here's what we we, we don't know for sure but what what we do know is it was transferred out of the atlanta judicial district, um, either because the judge did not want to hear it, or the chief judge didn't want her to hear it, or for whatever reason, wanted to get it out of the uh, the Atlanta Judicial Circuit, which includes Fulton County. So uh, we were excited, but, was, but the excuse they used to get it out was that it was an election contest, because an election contest has to be moved out of the Judicial circuit. Uh, in, in which it, it is, uh, has been filed. Um, so uh, and that's for to make sure that it's not you know there's no partiality. So
0: that would to, have been a stupid mistake for you to make even if it were an election contest to file it in the same county.
2: Well, I would have probably made the mistake, but fortunately we have a good attorney right. uh, and he said you do not want to mention anything about results in this right. lawsuit because they will call it an election contest and then you're gonna be out on the street. So he crafted you, your... it to avoid this issue. Exactly. Is uh, that
1: why some of the other cases got thrown out?
2: Um so Brad, I think every case is unique um in in some of them are getting thrown out for reasons which I don't think are valid. Um you know if the president doesn't have standing who on earth would have standing if he does if he didn't have standing in his own election uh, one case was tossed because of that. That was Sydney's case. Part of that had to do with standing. Uh, a lot of, some of the other issues were that the claims were kind of esoteric. Um, and that's, that's fair, um, uh, for, you know, for the judge. Uh, Lynn, Lynn Wood's case was not as strong. It had some issues with it. Um, we think that our case is better. That probably better than theirs because it's incredibly precise. Uh, basically, it's anybody can understand it. We're saying they're fraudulent ballots, and we need to inspect them. Here's the evidence. We have an exhibit for every fact, um, so nobody can really dispute our case. Uh, from and they can't question standing because we have voters inside and outside of Fulton County around the state, all claiming equal protection violations and due process. Um, we have open records requests that are unfulfilled, and they're going to try to get around that. Um, but but uh, we have, I think, the, probably the strongest case, and we kind of joke about it. We have all these high-powered attorneys doing all this stuff, but then we got a, a ragtag group of plaintiffs and a ragtag attorney, and, and our case is still alive. And we think that we're going to get a favorable motion tomorrow afternoon because um, there's no excuse. Uh, not to go forward with uh, tr- uh, some transparency and letting the ballots be available to the public.
0: So this is—you uh, sent out an update today that that you are granted a remote hearing Wednesday, January sixth at four p.m. Mm-hmm. There's a link. So it's remote, so people can't show up, but there's a link on the Voter GA events tab. Once you mm-hmm. receive it, it will be there. So if people want to check tomorrow, Wednesday, January 6th at 4 p.m. Eastern, mm-hmm. they can go to VoterGA.org on the events tab and find the link to that remote hearing, right?
2: That's right. As long as it's public, we, we think it will be public. Um, we have not gotten the link from the court yet, um, but and we it's, do think.
0: Maybe you just said this but it says here uh Judge Amaro of Henry County so it's in Henry County but it what is that a is it federal? No. Uh
2: no, it it's a, it's a right. state it's a state case. Right. Um and um it will be um uh we we thought it was going to Coweta County with Judge Kirby uh but uh, he was retired, which I think that would have been as well good in, as also. Yeah. But it, it ended up there. Um, we were, uh, first of all, upset by the fact that they tried to call it an election contest. Um, and then, because uh, now we have to object to it being called an election contest.
0: Oh, and it's only in Henry County because you called it an election contest, because they called it an election contest, right?
2: Because Fulton County, in order to get rid of it, Fulton County called it an election contest. Hmm. So, so that got it out of their district. I don't think they wanted to handle it because it was a political hot potato. Okay. okay. Uh,
0: I don't trust what, Henry County. I can think of three cases, maybe four, off the top of my head that that I was have always been suspicious of in Henry County. But okay. But I don't know yeah. this judge, so.
2: Well, I'm a little bit worried about that too, uh, because of the former DA that came out of there. But I guess. <laughs> uh, Who
0: is the former DA?
2: Well, if I'm not mistaken, I think one of the former DAs was uh, Chuck Speos, who was also one of the guys behind the uh, no-knock search uh, legalization, the attempt to legalize no-knock searches. I think he was out of Henry, but I'll have to check. I can't remember for sure. Yeah, I
0: have a few. There are definitely some skeletons I found in Henry Mm -hmm. County. But all right, so if the guy uh, grants you the inspection, you said that you could see it as early as Thursday, but more likely Friday.
2: Yeah, I don't think it's realistic uh, to think that we could have a hearing from 4 to 6 and then start in the morning. I think Fulton's going to require time to prepare. And and quite honestly, I think we should too. So I think it would be more realistic to do it Friday. Fulton may want to try to push it to Saturday. Um, So, uh, And we probably would not object too much if they decided to do that.
0: So that opens a couple more questions for me. First of all, Just two more, and then I know Binkley has some, too. Mm -hmm. But uh, first of all, there was a point at which you thought that Fulton County perhaps did not have all the ballots, and I've been wondering who has them, and do you believe that they they have been preserved and they are where they're supposed to be, or are you worried about that at all?
2: Well, yeah, we're definitely worried about it, that's for sure. We're uh, worried that they could have been tampered with. In the meantime, uh, we're worried... Uh, you know, we th- there's been reports that things have been shredded and that sort of thing. I, I we don't really think those are credible. I don't think anybody's going to shred ballots in the warehouse. And if they did, or if they took them away, uh, there could be legitimate ballots that are being shredded, which are ones that are not unused. Uh, that's right. not that's not uh, uh, you know that might be okay.
0: You actually want uh, the you know theoretically you want those to be shredded.
2: Uh, they should well, have been right, shredded right, immediately right. if they
0: were unused. They should have been shredded right there in front of people, in front of the you know whatever as soon as they were unused. But okay, yes,
2: yes. Uh, but so, so we don't
0: know,
2: right? So they did. Uh, um, we we do know that they did shred some ballots, but we don't think that, well, at least we hope that it was not the ones that we're going to look at. We think it was the blank ones. Well, we'll, we'll know when we get there.
0: Who's um. watching? Who's watching them? Are they under lock and key? Is there a camera on them? I mean, seriously, it's a physical problem.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, we have our own a few independent eyes on that warehouse. So, um, uh, but um,
0: I mean, like twenty four seven, it would have to be
2: right. Yeah, right, okay, it really it really okay. needs to be. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a fair question. What we've done is we have a lot of chain of custody um techniques in place so in fact i'll send you the ballot inspection plan uh on it oh good uh, uh ahead of time.
0: <laughs> your uh, if, stuff really is so accessible like you send me it and i can understand it completely i love that and if i can share it can i share
2: it yeah yeah okay. um we might even put, put it up on voter ga we okay. haven't done that yet um but uh yeah so we'll you know Certainly could, should be available when we do it um, so everybody can see what we're going to do. But there's a lot of custody checks. We actually have a, cust- a chain of custody firm that's going to manage this, um, and that's terrific. Uh, they're an independent firm, firm here in Atlanta. They did a little work in uh, Antrim County, Michigan, in fact. So uh, they'll, they'll kind of be managing it. They've already uh, reviewed the plan with me and uh, made some suggestions, and they've made some great suggestions. I've included all of their suggestions and we have um, agreed on exactly what we're going to do and uh then we'll all it's just a matter of, of doing it and um uh it's so uh we're just hoping a matter of getting that that approval
0: okay so what if it happens on saturday and congress and the senate have resolved their issues already and and they certify do you think that What well, I mean do you have an opinion of what might be happening in Congress this week or uh, I know you said you thought they'd be kind of wrangling over it Wednesday Thursday and Friday does mm-hmm. that mean you think on Friday it will be certified for Biden or do you have an opinion on the outcome and how does that affect what you're doing
2: you know Monica it's a really great question but I honestly Don't know. This is so unpredictable. We're in uncharted territory. I think territory that we probably haven't crossed since that 1876 election (laughs) with Rutherford B. Hayes and Samuel Tilden that we talked about before. Uh, So it's very unpredictable. You know, in theory, it it might be over on Friday. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. We were hoping to get the information, uh, you know, some information that Congress could uh, use um you know if it's too late uh, who knows what's going to happen are they going to uh could they're in could it end up in the supreme court could uh you know uh, we don't know could could it's uh, so, could the legislature rescind uh, their their electoral votes you know if it could georgia rescind them there's so many uh unopened uh, unanswered questions at this time uh, All i love know is we got to do the right thing
0: i love that you are really not concerned with that because I noticed on the front page above the fold Wall Street Journal today, it said there are some GOP, some GOP senators or congressmen or whatever, who uh, are going to object to certifying the electoral votes, even though they have absolutely no chance of success. That's what it says, not in a quote or anything in the Wall Street Journal that's their news coverage is that any objection to this process has no hope of success and of course the only reason to do that is to discourage people like you from pursuing the actual process so it's probably a good thing that you don't that you don't look too hard at that stuff because the media is trying so hard to discourage people like you from going forward
2: well, well and you, you and I learned a long time to go to never to look at the mainstream media that's why you had your, that's why your show was so popular
0: uh, yeah Yes, <laughs> yes, I continue a lot of half the listeners of this show are from those days. So actually that's why everyone's so interested in what's happening in Georgia. But Binkley, what was your I think you wanted to ask at this point something or not?
1: A couple of things. I did just look it up. The Henry County District Attorney, he's in an article from two thousand sixteen, a Wall Street Journal article or two thousand yeah, two thousand sixteen. That is about how George Soros is funding all the local prosecutor races. And according to the Wall Street Journal, he did get a thousand dollars, not a thousand, that would not be very much, a hundred thousand dollars, which for George Soros isn't too terribly much, but he did get some from Soros's political action committee, so he is part of that group of local prosecutors that have yes. been put in place because of Soros, so there would be some concern there, as you expressed earlier.
0: But this is, I think this just depends on the judge, but I think Henry County right. is, I, I've had really bad vibes coming out of Henry County.
1: Yeah, and Trump has been promoting a lot of theories, and so have other people, Theories that probably aren't the best arguments to make. He's kind of throwing a bunch against the wall. Have they been promoting what you guys are doing? Have you heard that nationally going on? Because that is what I think probably should be advertised more than some of these theories that aren't likely to pan out.
2: Well, yeah, so that's a good question. And uh, by, by the way, M- Monica is right. This uh, just belongs to the judge. The district attorney of uh, Henry County is not involved in it. Yeah, that's um, so that's a, that's a good thing. Um. So, uh, yeah. So, what's what's going on nationally? I think a lot of the focus was uh, on the Dominion machines and the China connections had to do with the fact that uh, that's a a national security issue, uh, which the president has a special powers that he could choose to implement if he uh determined that that in fact. Uh, did happen, and that I think that's part of the reason why a lot of the focus was on the Dominion uh, uh, software and the impossible uh, foreign connections with it. Um, So uh, it is interesting, though, that um, they have not pursued this angle, which to me is the most effective angle for the Trump campaign to to pursue particularly not just in georgia but also in pennsylvania where they trucked in a hundred thousand uh ballots that were obviously fraudulent and there's eighty thousand uh, vote difference up there or something like that now um so why not do the same thing in pennsylvania that they have done that we're doing here is it because you know the attorneys didn't think of that or is there just not a an active citizen group there that just took it upon themselves to do that like we did here. Um, I and I, I really don't know. I'm kind of fascinated as to why this uh, approach that we're using for this case isn't being used nationally.
1: Yeah, it seems to me that they're going more for the public relations information war angle than the actual promoting the legal pursuits that you guys are doing that could actually pan out, at least nationally. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think you're you're right, and and Brink Binkley and the, obviously, it it can work both ways because we did the what we thought was the right legal thing uh, to do, and that has exploded uh, nationally. Um, the we have a, a complete blackout here locally with the lamestream media, but yeah. nationally, you know, everybody's crawling all over what we're doing. So, you know, in the conservative news media circles, so uh, yeah, it's an interesting interesting point.
1: Let me ask you, I don't know what how much you know about Brad Raffensperger. I was looking him up last night because one of the stories about the Trump phone call, the CNN and other site, they say Trump said all these lies. Trump claimed that Raffensperger has a brother named Ron Raffensperger who works for Huawei, the Chinese tech company. And Trump never actually said that specifically. They projected that because Trump said his brother has China connections, and there's a guy who works for Huawei named Ron Raffensberger who is not related, who is not related to Brad Raffensperger and the media said that Trump said that even though he didn't and then they said Raffensperger does have another brother but they didn't say his name they very vaguely mentioned he's a private citizen which made me interested in his other brother and I learned that his other brother lives in Canada his name is Quentin Raffensperger It looks like he's kind of been deleted from the internet I learned that his sister is anti-Trump. She hates Trump. She tweets about her hate of Trump. She has for years. And I learned that Brad Raffensperger went to a school in Canada for college. He went to the University of Western Ontario, which is ranked 201 in the world as the most prestigious universities. It's starting to appear to me that Raffensperger might be a secret Democrat. Do, Do you know anything about that?
2: About him? Um. I, I I don't. Well, actually, here's what I know, uh, being clear. I know that we sat down with Brad when he was in the Republican primary and uh, running against David Bell on the runoff. And we explained to him, here are the good systems and here are the bad systems. What you don't want is a system that accumulates votes that are hidden in barcode because it's 100% unverifiable to the voter. Uh, he took all the information, um, in, he left and he ignored it. Yeah. And he, he, he spent a couple hundred million dollars on a system that's 100% on am very popular voter. So I know I can pick up the story from that point. Uh, I know that he did not know anything about the Secretary of State's office, uh, when he decided to run for that position. Um, I, I
0: what no, was his I, background? Why did he, he take he's, that?
2: He's the engineer uh of a of a, he has his own engineering company. A company. Uh,
1: I called the phone d- number of the company today and it's it's not connected. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh well and he did file bankruptcy um once and he put a million dollars into this race and he literally bought he literally bought the office.
0: I uh, remember us supporting who was it that we that you were uh supporting because you told you you informed us yeah. about this election before it happened yeah
2: well josh McCoon was the obvious choice to be secretary of state josh mccune understood the office he, he he knows it backwards and forwards he's a lawyer he actually had uh a, a quite a few um bipartisan and nonpartisan um support uh, i know some significantly uh strong progressives that actually liked him uh, because he he was all about fair elections. Uh, the guy had impeccable integrity, impeccable knowledge, and he was an attorney. He, you know, we would have never been in the situation uh, that we're in now had Josh McCune been the secretary of state. Um, but, you know, Brad bought the office. He literally, you know, he outspent, uh, he spent a million dollars in that primary. Uh, David Bellisle came in second, but spent a half a million. Josh spent about a quarter million, uh, and Buzz Blackway spent about a, uh, uh, half of that, um, and that's exactly the way they finished, according to how mm-hmm. they, the m- amount of money that they spent. Yeah. Um. So I asked Brad, and I said, Brad, you're pretty well off. Well, you know, why do you want this job? Uh, you because know, you know everything. If you do something right, nobody knows. If you do something wrong, everybody knows, and you're being criticized. And I never could very really get get a, a straight answer right. out of him, other than doing the right thing. Um. But I, I don't think he's a closet Democrat. Uh, I but I think you know he has an incredibly strong conservative voting record. Uh, but um, it, it, it's I, I think it's not necessarily the Republican Democrat thing. I think it's basically that people are compromised from with money and power, yeah. re- regardless of what their Political stances are or beliefs, and I think that's where it goes wrong. It's all that lobbyist money, Um, and so, and particularly with the voting system vendor, because they can basically promise you that you'll get reelected, and they can deliver on that promise.
0: I I think it was funny that Trump kind of teased us in that direction with his phone call. Binkley told us yesterday, he said to him, oh, you're going to, it's going to come out while you're doing this. So that kind of yeah. gives you this, you know, it, it's, it's so Trump to be like, what's behind that door? You no, know? yeah. <laughs> so maybe there is something, it usually is something behind the door, which I, but it's, well, it's probably not going to make a difference.
1: I'll tell you, the thing about his brothers is what really stood out to me because the news was very specific in describing, no, Trump thinks that. This Ron Raffensperg, who works for Huawei, is his brother, but he's not, even though Trump never said that. Trump said his brother is linked to China, then they were vague. And this guy might actually, looking into the universities of what he went to, Trump might not be wrong.
0: Yeah, no, so I think B- there's something behind that door. Yeah, Binkley. So that's
2: brilliant. I'm glad you mentioned that because that's the kind of real investigative research and thinking that should – that other – uh, researchers should do. Yeah, you know, that's what the news media should be doing. And and you had the presence of mind to realize that Brad's got another brother that they're not talking about, and that's who we should be looking at. And and see, you you were one of the very few ones that would have uh, had opened that box. So I'm glad you did. Yeah. I'm anxious to I'm anxious to hear what you. Found well, out. well,
0: yeah, we'll see what happens. And then you heard it here first. You should mark the date. And then go back and say, see, I told you, I heard it here first. I, yeah. I want to read you a text from a friend of mine who said, uh, just right before we went to air, the steel is on. My brother just voted in Sandy Springs, which is very conservative. The voting machines are down. So they just took his paper ballot. Okay. So she said that to me, that's my friend. I know her. I know her brother. There's absolutely no question in my mind that is true. And, but I pre- what she didn't know was previous to that, I had retweeted a tweet JJ Boogie tweeted at me that said, uh, John Fredericks was on Steve Bannon's show called War Room Pandemic or something. I've which heard is that show. So before. strange. Yeah, yeah. And he said that there were, uh, there were voting machines down, not only in Sandy Springs, but also in Newton and Columbia, Troop County, Paulding possibly. But what's one little interesting thing about when I retweeted that of JJ Boogies is Twitter put up an exclamation mark and a warning sign on that tweet, on that article that says this claim about election fraud is disputed. So they made it look like that claim was disputed. And at the same time, I got a text verifying one of the claims in there about Sandy Springs, So I don't know what you've heard about any of this, uh, Well, Carla. Uh,
2: yeah, so I was checking on a couple of things as just before the show. Now, what we do know that there was a massive failure in Columbia County, down near Augusta. Uh, there were five precincts totally down down there, uh, and I'm going to tell you what they were, Gospel Water Baptist Church, Stevens Creek Community Church, Augusta Christian Schools, second mount carmel church and christ church presbyterian all were down interesting that they're all churches i was
0: going to say all of those polling places (laughs) are churches and they're all down
2: and that's a totally conservative
0: area (laughs) right is it not
2: I guess God doesn't want that kind of corruption in his house of
0: worship. <laughs> right. He just turned the tables over through the polling, but that's a good point. So, but that's a con- very conservative area, is it not? Uh,
2: it is. Republican. It's very, very conservative, very Republican. It's it's in the, the um, suburbs of Augusta. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, it's our... <laughs> Uh, I, I'm sorry I have to laugh about turning the tables over that's yeah
0: that's, yeah he didn't, that's, that's just, looks like that's
2: exactly what it we don't want money <laughs> we don't want money changers or vote changers in this church exactly
0: yeah. <laughs> But but hey I, it's getting that I don't think that story is gonna get out I'm yeah. not seeing that um,
2: well it's interesting but it, it did it did get out enough for the Secretary of State to um, to issue a press release on that. So I thought that this would this is going to be interesting. You might want to uh, uh, hear what he had to say about yes, this. Please. And then I have a few thoughts on it that I think you'll find interesting. Bring it. So he he's telling about how wonderful the this is running smoothly. Runoff election running smoothly across the state and and it, this leads in this is his press release that the Senate runoff election in Georgia is running smoothly throughout the state with no reports of long lines wait times average just one minute at polling locations through the peach state um so it goes on to talk about um the only Reported issues occurred in Columbia County, Georgia. Of course, we already know that that's not true because because you are, you know, already reported Sandy Springs is having problems uh, at, at least Sandy Springs and probably some other counties.
0: So, oh yeah, um, actually, she just sent me another text saying that her best friend's dad had the same problem in Sandy Springs. So right, I'm just so, saying there's two reports for Brad if he wants to claim that there's right. no reports. I got two for him.
2: Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. And there, and those are the, just what we know so far. Um, and he says at no point did voting stop as voters continue to cast votes on emergency ballots in accordance with the procedures set out by Georgia law. That's true. Uh, that's what they do when the machines are down. That's, that's nothing wrong with that. So now he goes on to describe what happened. He says in Columbia County, a small number of the keys that start up the paper ballot scanners were programmed incorrectly. Additionally, a few poll worker cards were programmed incorrectly, meaning some poll workers were unable to start the touchscreen voting machines used for paper ballot voting. The correct keys and voter cards were delivered to the relevant precincts with a law enforcement escort. Issues were resolved by 10 a.m so i now i I think binkley has already figured he's going to probably say the uh, the same question that i would ask if i was uh, looking at this why weren't these machines tested ahead of time they were brought into the precinct and they didn't work they weren't programmed correctly that means they had to be reprogrammed on the spot why didn't why wasn't this caught in logic and accuracy testing that's supposed to be performed on these machines prior to uh, being used on Election Day. Um, so were these machines just updated at the last minute, like uh, happened in uh, Spalding County and uh, one or two of the other counties?
1: And how can you be certain if they were updated at the last minute that they're going to work properly throughout the whole process?
2: Exactly. Now, I I, I bet you I probably stole Brad's thunder. because No, you didn't. Great... A, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I figured you would have asked all those same questions. Of course, of course. I know, uh, I know your time. mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so what are the answers?
2: There's well, no we, answers. we don't we don't know. Now, and the question is, will we ever know? You know, will we? Uh, will the uh, Secretary of State uh, allow a forensic exam of these poll books and these uh, Dominion voting machines? Because he has fought this in every county that has had. Problems like this: Spalding, Coffey, Ware, uh, Floyd. Uh, every 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 time this has come up in November, he has protected Dominion and attempted to get the elections directors fired or investigated, uh, or threatening them with uh, letters. Uh, amazing that he continues to do this. So I would expect the same thing to be done here. Uh, I would expect no forensic exam, and they will just continue to try to uh, probably uh, go after you know the elections director or some try to blame some human for the voting system problem.
0: I I'm very curious. In keeping with the idea of like what's his brother up to, whatever, I want to see where Raffensperger is three years from now, five years from now, governor J- perhaps
2: bars. I'm, now I'm thinking Say bars. That.
0: Oh, I don't think so. I think he's going to be promoted. He's going to be rich. Bars? What
1: do you mean bars? Behind bars? <laughs> oh, behind bars. Okay, <laughs> no way. I see, I see.
0: He's going to have a higher elected position, or he's going to you know have a nicer house. In any case, that's my well, that's my prediction. I'm not well, accusing him of anything. I'm just saying, it's a what to watch out for? He,
2: he he might get a nicer house, but he he's politically dead. Um, I he has oh, no. Oh, you think? Oh yeah, he has no hope in the Republican Party. There's just oh, you would not. There's so much contempt for Brad Raffensperger right now it's unbelievable in fact so, all these he can become that, a democrat
1: though So how are those
0: democrats they, they won't going take him. <laughs> to, the democrat if the democrats win the senate i mean that is going to be some funny business because if georgia is really majority republican mm-hmm.
1: and mean, since not. they aren't ex, they aren't looking into stuff the evidence that is there that you guys have uncovered then there's little reason to trust the outcome of what happens today, which I'm sure we won't know what happens today until at least tomorrow, or maybe even later than that.
2: Well, you're right, uh, um, Ben. I mean, that's you know, w- why would you trust? I mean, everybody's wondering about who's going to win. We're wondering about who's going to cheat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And are they going to get caught? And would the Dominion machines actually count correctly? I mean, these are the questions that, to me, are bigger than who wins the election. Because, um, you know, as we said before on the show, uh, the, I mean, the, the, the feeling right now is with so many of our volunteers who are so frustrated with Ravensburger, and quite frankly, they all came from the GOP uh, most for the most part. Uh, but the question is, if, if, if they could steal the presidential election and get away with it, surely they could steal the Senate race. Why, why wouldn't they? And why couldn't they steal any race in the future of Georgia elections? Uh, nothing is left. Uh, that couldn't be stolen. If I'd already kind vote. of
0: lost faith in the voting, but knowing you for so long, I thought, you know what? I mean, he's fighting the fight. Like he knows that it's there's use in in filing these lawsuits. I mean, he's probably holding their feet to the fire with some good results. This is going to be this is going to be the end of that little. Uh, little uh, ray of hope for me. But I also, I know Binkley wants to ask a question, and I have some questions from listeners if we can get some q and So what do you got? What else do you have, Binkley? And then I'm going to switch over. I was
1: curious if you had listened to that audio call between Trump and Raffensperger.
2: I did get to listen to that. What did you uh, think? I thought that they, uh, you know, Secretary of State was, uh, they were just kind of, hemming and hawing, uh, you know, they're, they're sticking with their line. I mean, yeah. Trump, Trump, Trump kept asking questions for which there are no answers. Mm-hmm. And he tried to say, you know, he would ask them, well, what about the scanning uh, of the ballots? They, you can see on the video they were scanning them over and over again. They scanned them at least three times, same ballots. So Ryan Germany speaks up. He's the legal counsel for the secretary of state's office this is the same guy who did the cover-up of the Kennesaw state uh, exposure back in 2017 that we were talking about the two-page superficial report that we did a whole 14-page study on to prove that he was you know it was false so uh, ryan uh, speaks up and he's trying to say that well they had an audit trail uh they checked the audit trail and and they weren't scanned Three times. Well, look, I can see the video, and I can see that they were scanned three times, and multiple people scanned them three times. So that tells me that the audit trail on the Dominion machines is also broken; that they're not, they don't, they didn't have the audit trail set up correctly. So we're going to, if we get these ballot images, we'll we'll also get the cast vote records. We'll be able to determine if, in fact, the audit trail was. Uh, somehow subverted. On top of that, because I know what my eyes saw, <laughs> and, and that they they didn't lie. That that editing that uh, film has not been edited. Uh, it came from State Farm, so um, and it probably I believe it's still at the State Farm Arena. I think they're just using it. So um, it, so you know obviously they are lying or they are at least deceiving at the and they're still in cover-up mode and trump continues to ask these questions and he can't get any answers and it's it's just unbelievable
1: yeah i thought the question was interesting or it was an obvious question when he asked about why did you guys do the audit of cobb county instead of fulton county why did you go there why wouldn't you do it in
2: fulton county right and why wasn't it public yeah yeah i mean these are these are the questions that the people of the state of Georgia want to know. They asked the same thing: Why wasn't this public? We were very frustrated when it wasn't. When we found out it wasn't public. Why are they auditing Cobb exactly, Binkley? Yeah, not not Fulton, which has had. That's where all the problems seem to be. So, uh, um, I, you know, I, don't, I guess they didn't want to audit Fulton because they don't want to find out what's really there.
1: Sure seems that way. I will say Sandy Springs, where you have gotten reports of some issues, is the home of. George's Church of Scientology so
2: well that might be unrelated but maybe it's well it's also the home it's (laughs) it's the home of the uh, the voting systems implementation manager as well Gabriel Sterling
1: interesting
0: oh I tweeted him into replying to me Took took a while I kind of sent the hordes to him like why are you certifying Purdue and like ballots haven't been audited yet but he he said it was just a technicality, whatever I don't know, so oh um, I, what I asked him was, why are you saying, why are you declaring a runoff when only ninety nine percent of the votes have been counted, and Purdue, if he gets that last one percent, he will not need a runoff? And he said, because they we know the answer, something like that., yeah. so I don't want to misquote him, but he did well, finally answer.
2: Well, we hope to find the answer to that. Friday, because, you know, if we do find a lot of fraud, uh, then we're going to be raising the question, why are we having a runoff? If Purdue actually won because of the when we find if these ballots are, in fact, invalid uh, and Purdue actually won, then the question comes up, well, why are we having the runoff? And is that runoff even legal?
0: So the runoff is today, and they're already because of these problems, which we know are happening. They're already talking about possibly disputing or delaying the results of this as well. And I, you know, I know we don't know the answer because these are unprecedented times. But of course, it will be uh, sticky if they they. Uh, announced that ossoff won against purdue only later to find that an, a number of the ballots were fraudulent and to call that into question i mean i i wonder if the if congress and senate if they certify this will they say well it's, what's done is done it doesn't matter there's no further recourse and yeah. then you've got real civil strife on your hands
2: yeah you know i i really don't have a dog in the u.s senate race yeah. but the, it would be because we're in the Constitution Party, but it would be poetic justice if that happened, oh, wouldn't it? But I
0: mean, <laughs> if if the Democrats won,
2: no, it would would it would it be poetic justice if if Ossoff won, and then we found out that the election November third election was uh, the runoff was initiated based on fraudulent ballots, and therefore. Yes. We have to retract the entire runoff after Asaf won.
0: I I bet they would have more traction with their lawsuit yeah. saying that this this uh, today's election superseded the other one. You know, I think they would put up a fight, but you're you're right. There would be no, I mean, no logical reason to validate this election. But I do have a couple of questions. One, Jim asks, uh, are you convinced that if you see the Fulton County ballot images, you will see obvious fraud?
2: Yes, it would be so. That's a great question. I'm glad Jim asked it. Um, It will be I'm personally convinced that it is going to be so obvious that we do not even need a forensic exam.
1: I what think, will be right? the indicators? The obvious indicators.
2: Oh, these are the ones that we've talked about before, Binkley. I know you were out one show during Christmas because uh, you actually had to have some time off with your family, uh, <laughs> which, like most people should, you know, have it for the holidays. But we, I think, we talked about the fact that there's three. There's three giveaways uh, on these. One is that they're mail-in balance and they are not creased, so they weren't mailed. Right. And number two is that they uh, were supposed to be hand-marked, but they're not marked by a pen or a pencil. They are some kind of a, a toner or copying indication. And three is the paper stock uh, appears to vary, vary, and they may or may not be uh, on valid paper stock. So those are the kinds of things that we would be looking for in the ballots, and, and we think that these are... um um, there's a lot of them. I mean, tens of thousands, we think that, we, we you know, if we, if we get to look at them, we think there's more than the margin of victory. And we think that they are, are all, uh, you know, for Biden and or Ossoff. Uh, and so we're anxious to see them. And so everybody can know for sure, you know, did, if, yep. whether or not Biden won legitimately or not. Um, so, and that's even before you get to the forensic exam. Uh the friends uh, the Friends exam will tell you even more stuff than we'll be able to detect with the naked eye but but these are appear to be obviously uh fraudulent um, and that's the only thing I can say and that that's why we're willing to spend our own money and our own time and, uh, and whatever it takes to ensure that in fact this legit, this election was legitimate.
1: If those three indicators are produced, is there a counter argument that they're gonna have? to say, well, here's why it's like that and why it's still legitimate, are you aware of one?
2: Yes, beautiful question, Binkley. Um, Gabriel Sterling went on TV yesterday, uh, Claim Versus Fact, and he mentioned there are three types of uh, ballots that would uh, actually, they kind of map up to what you're saying. That he mentioned that there are emergency ballots, which we just talked about. He mentioned that there are U, uh, UACABA ballots, which are military and overseas ballots that uh, could be um, the case that might have uh, these kinds of characteristics. And uh, I'm drawing a blank. There was a third type of ballot. Oh, adjudicated, of course, adjudicated ballots. Would be the third type of ballot that would not have these characteristics. We know for an absolute fact that those this is not the case in either one of those three. I've already, in fact, I've already given the attorneys information uh, today, which I'm gonna hold for you until the show on Saturday, but we know for a fact that everything that Gabe Sterling said today could not possibly excuse what we saw. And we have Irrefutable uh, circumstance and evidence that will uh, will bring out uh, in the courtroom tomorrow, if need be, and uh, on Friday, if you know, if we get the inspection. So by the next time we do our show, which I think is Sunday at two p.m. Sunday able, at two, yeah, yeah, Sunday at, Sunday, at two, 2 p.m. Yeah. We'll be mm-hmm. able to tell you. I'll walk through all those and why why it's not what Gablestone. Claim that it was. All right. Yeah.
0: We're going right. to live stream that right. on YouTube and then put it up on the podcast. But I have a few more questions. Sure. Um, Andrew wants to know if anything has been put in place to prevent future shenanigans like what's happening in Fulton, uh, both with regard to the runoff today. I don't think there, I mean, you can tell me, but also right. for future elections. So, is there any correction? It sounds like we're still having the same shenanigans.
2: Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah the yeah you're well, he's right There's nothing's been done you're right monica nothing nothing has been going to be done um for this election uh it's it's just as wide open for fraud as the last one, and nothing really is, i can see, being done in the future. What I was interesting that I did get a call on new year's day uh from the chairman of the uh former house technology uh committee and he said um Hey, we want to get your input for the next session. We think there's some changes that need to be made. You know, to and, well, and it's great. Oh, I, pre- I agree. Yeah. I, pre- I appreciate him calling. But I said, you know, just go back and look at the report we gave you two or three years ago from the Safe <laughs> Voting System Commission. <laughs> right. we, already made, we made all those changes. We went right down to the code level, the election code level, and we showed you exactly what needed to be done to prevent this catastrophe wow. that we have today. It's all wow. there. No, ver- unverifiable voting equipment. We showed them how to do transparency. We, went, we we marked up the code sections with the exact code language that we needed to put wow. in, the, in the legislature. So it's like, don't call me now and tell me that. Yeah, you're gonna,
0: well, that's you bull know, you, because you,
2: now you're already concerned.
0: Because I got another question from Scott. He says, "I'm curious if any local news has contacted Garland, uh, especially since he's right. The courts seem to have procedure over." the truth um in what's in the legislation and the adjudication but so now this guy can say i've seen this game before this guy can say that he talked to you he asked you your input people aren't going to put together a timeline and he's not going to tell them what you said and answer too little too late etc but now he gets a little cover like oh i communicate with garland
2: <laughs> well okay. uh yeah uh, uh, and great question by scott uh, I love these questions. The Yes, there is a complete local blackout, media blackout on this question. Um, uh, the elections, it's really bizarre, Monica, um, because it, it's a total blackout. I haven't had, and I, I, I have a lot of good contacts in the local news media. I know. That, that, they used to cover this uh, when we first filed our lawsuit in 2006. We had a room full of everybody Uh, who's who of the local news media in 2006 has been a total blackout on this issue Um,
0: uh, I I remember when you used to be on my show you would often be coming to my show from another show
2: well yeah so that's what's ironic about this Monica so so is we have a total local blackout but yet Yesterday, I did five national <gasps> interviews.
0: Oh, that's great.
2: Five all day oh. long. I was awesome. just flipping from oh, one it's to another. Fantastic. And the attorneys, they're, the National Conservative National News Media is all over this. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, you know, last night I was on Lou Dobbs. It was like it, it was you know it's it's Newsmax and Hannity and NTD has done a major job. Epic Times, they're all all the national news media. But you are the only local news source who cares. So so I would ask Scott and the listeners, go and and I'll, I'll send you my news media contact list. If they, you probably have one, go and ask your news media folks. Email them, write them, call them, say, why is it? that I have to get my Georgia election news about what's really going from the Monica Perez show.
0: That's the well, only people I can trust just in say, Atlanta. Well, she's a conspiracy nut, so don't <laughs> mention my name, but <laughs> you can, should yeah. ask them why they're not talking to you. I can
1: answer that question. It's We're not getting funded by the Google News News Initiative <laughs> yeah. like yeah. a lot of the local newspapers are currently doing. And
0: they're censored because of that?
1: Yes, wow. I believe
2: so. That's so, an interesting subject. I want to hear more about that I, clear, at some point in time.
0: Okay, so I do. We should do a special on that, too. Uh, we have... We should do a Rockfin video on that. Um, okay. There's just somebody who's expressing a thought that I've gotten a lot of messages like this. You're a fan favorite, Garland. So uh, an old grizzly bear says, I just That's want me. Garland... To- <laughs> You're a kindred spirits. Uh, I just want Garland to say, stay, stay safe. He's entirely too honest and knowledgeable to be any use to the politicians he is an absolute treasure so mega dittos on that Garland mega well, thank you
2: thank you I, I was I was over at uh, our, our mutual friend's house Catherine Bernard for her little New Year's Day party and uh, I had a couple people come up to me and they say okay look uh, anything you need will come in the middle of the night whatever you need uh, just let me know and literally I, uh, one person who I'd met before but I didn't have their contact information you know, she put all of her stuff in my contact uh, her phone said, you know, call me if you need anything. Uh, I'll come over and we'll sit outside your house. And, you know, uh, I'm sure so sure she was packing the, quite a few things. So, but I have had people, and I've had, you know, my friends say, okay, look, if you need to get out of your house for the night, uh, and, uh, come over here, you know, that's fine. Uh, come over here, you know, we've we got all the supplies you need and, you know, we're packing. So, you have you know, been got, getting threats? You, not, not a one. I've, I've not gotten a single threat yet.
0: Well, The immediate blackout is keeping you safe. (laughs) It's true. It's true. That's what I always thought. I was like, you know what? People are like, oh, you're going to make it big. I'm like, God forbid. God forbid I make it big.
2: Well, I did have somebody spoof my Facebook profile just yesterday, and they're sending out some kind of garbage and pretending that they're me. Wow. Uh, That is so...
0: New knowledge, and so is what Lynn Wood is doing. New knowledge was the company that undermined Roy Moore by getting a third party or a, a Republican spoiler to try to split the ticket by pretending to be, um, you know, fraudulently pretending to be entities. They were not on Facebook. And they got Twitter. kicked off of
1: Facebook for doing yeah. that.
0: So, uh, you're, I, that is not, that's not a one-off thing is my guess. Um, I do have a few more questions. If we can we or shall. Sure. Um, all right. I'll make Let's you. go for him. five more I, minutes. Okay. I'm in
2: pretty good. I'm pretty well far ahead on my my uh, ballot inspection plan so I can spend. OK. Time with you guys. All right.
0: I want to see that. OK. So Joel asks, why do you think Raffensperger avoided Trump's question on the Fulton versus Cobb audits? Uh, Cobb Raffensperger is a, mm-hmm. is yeah. Raffensperger a straight shooter? Or does he have things to hide? What would they um, be? If so, he's pulling this stuff from that Trump call. Trump set all this yeah. stuff up. Um, so re- and who re- is geordie fuchs
2: yeah geordie fuchs is the assistant secretary of state that was brought in uh she worked in uh, landmark communications uh, and she worked on his campaign uh and he brought her in uh no experience in running elections but a lot of experience in deception so uh she she was brought in to be an assistant secretary of state she's not qualified so, um, but she's very good at uh, public communications and keeping people misinformed. So uh, Brad is not a straight shooter. Um, he pretends, he seems like a straight shooter, but behind the scenes, he's surrounded himself with people that are not credible. Uh, and he knows better. He knows the good apples from the bad apples because we told him before he ever even got the job. I told him these people you can't trust and these people are, are you could. So again he ignored, wow. he ignored all that and he put uh Kemp's people in in play. Uh he just kept he retained all of Kemp's people. So Oh my uh, gosh. Brad's compromised, we don't really know why. Uh maybe Linwood does, maybe pres- maybe the president does. We don't know if it's if it's China or Dominion or what. But obviously he's not operating in the best interest of the people of the state of Georgia. Uh, And really hasn't been since he got uh, elected.
0: Yeah, that's Um, well put. I mean, that's the proof is in the pudding, I always say.
1: It's starting to look like he was transplanted here for a purpose. From a foreign
0: planet? From,
1: (laughs) yeah, my cursory research on him, it's starting to look like he was transplanted here to do a job, and maybe this is... Where
0: was he before? Transplanted from where? He grew up
1: largely in Canada. He went to college in Canada. His brother still lives in Canada.
0: Well, uh, he's got these
1: businesses. They look like front yeah.
2: organizations to me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. If, so if you talk with me, it seems like a nice guy, but it's just, um, you know, his actions the proof speak is louder. In the pudding. Exactly. Yeah, actions speak louder than words.
0: Okay. Uh, Gary wants to know, and I think this is the fight you're fighting why have the original ballots never been made available for authentication? And I think that's the fight you're fighting, right?
2: Well, yeah, uh, these are fabulous questions. Um, So the transparency, Georgia has no transparency in their elections. The ballots are sealed as soon as they're certified. I made an open records request for them before they were certified by the recount. Uh, They certified the recount on December 4th. I made my request on December 3rd at 830 a.m. I said, "Let, let us see these ballots there's too many questions involved, and they ignored uh, my request. And that was the Fulton County Elections Board, the Fulton County Elections Director, the Fulton County Elections Attorney, and the Fulton County Open Records for Processor for Elections. They all got my email, uh, and, no, and none of them responded. So um, it, it, so the the problem is that there's no transparency in Georgia elections, and probably other states as well, the, once the ballots are sealed, you can never get them reopened. Uh, you, the, you have to have a court order. And, uh, one time, I think I told you this story, Monica, on one show, uh, one of the U S district, uh, congressional candidates, Michael Opitz, uh, wanted to see his own ballots. He filed a uh, lawsuit against Jeanine Jeanine Adler out in Cobb, the elections director out there to see his own ballots from his own 11th district U.S. congressional race because he didn't believe the results. So we figured, well, at least he could see the, uh, the absentee ballots and we could get some idea if the machines actually counted correctly. And uh, he was denied that. And the judge out there ruled that um, a candidate does not have a compelling interest to see the ballots of their own congressional race. Uh, that was Judge Adele Grubbs, who was involved in some other incredibly controversial and corrupt decisions as well in regards to elections.
0: If not the candidate, whom?
2: Exactly. If he doesn't have standing, who had standing?
0: Well, the only possible answer would be someone like you who's voting that who's suing that the constitutional right to vote is diluted. But well, I, it's not a right to yeah, vote constitutionally, it's a state.
2: True. He, he probably should have been enjoined by a constituent. That might have helped his case, you know. Um, that's a good point, Mike. I didn't think about that.
0: Okay. Um, there I have like a whole slew of patron questions, some of which you've already answered. So I'm going to skip those. Uh one wants to know, I would like to know why voting laws were allowed to be changed when it's clear in the constitution that that is supposed to come from state legislatures. I don't actually know that. Uh, is, is she talking about the uh the mail in or what?
2: Yeah, she's talking about the consent decree. Um and so here's my oh, take right. on Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Here's my take on it. The and we we talked about this several times. Yes. But house House Bill 316 doesn't require explicitly state how a match can be made, a signature match. It only says a signature match must be done. So Secretary Raffensberger is going to argue, and, and quite, I think I actually have to agree with him on this one, that he has some leeway in determining uh, how that signature match is performed and within the constraints of the law. So I I think that he does have that authority. However, what I think Lynn Wood could have argued probably more effectively is that it was such a a tremendous reduction from about, I think they had about a uh, 3.3% rejection rate down to a 0.3%. And I think it was even worse in Fulton County. So uh, I think that they could argue that it completely subverted the requirement uh, to to match signatures and maybe that would have some standing uh, there, but apparently the the court didn't didn't buy that. So they uh, the process threw, feels they wrong. threw Len's suit out, which is yeah. one of the reasons why I said you know that Len's suit is not as, quite as strong as uh, some of the other suits that we that are now pending. And we think.
0: I see with these patron questions, a lot of them are looking for a place as to get more information to dig in. So I'm going to rattle off a few of them and then maybe you can tell us, mm-hmm. uh, the answer there. Um, is this says, how can we track what's happening? Um, what, especially with the Georgia Senate hearings, um, did anything come of the Georgia State Judiciary Committee reports? I don't know what that is. let me keep going here. Um, oh. Are these legal there's another question from Kiel are these investigations or legal proceedings were recorded and published or live streams for public consumption? we talked about the one tomorrow right um, And then uh, yeah so go ahead. yeah we're, so some uh,
2: resources. So going back to the hearings. Um, all of the hearings are up on voterga.org events tab. And you can see the full Senate hearings, the full House hearings. You can see my testimony. Um, and, uh, so everything you pretty, pretty much need to know about the hearings are on voterga.org events tab.
0: Okay. Uh, okay, oh, so people can, all those proceedings and everything, yeah. And and how about mm-hmm. that 13-page report? That was a great one from a couple of years ago. If people mm-hmm. want to dig into the Kemp shenanigans, and it, yeah. now that you mention that all those Kemp people are still in the House, I think, or in the sta- Secretary of State's office, I think that might be interesting. That is up mm-hmm. there, I think. And that's I on, and if yeah, if you mm-hmm. do the forensic plan, the news tab, okay. If you do yeah, the forensic the plan, I would like to see mm-hmm. that, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, And then uh, Ashley wanted to know if there's ever been a precedent for this uh, type of issue in the time that you've been working on election integrity. Have you ever seen anything like this before?
2: No, we haven't. Uh, This is, that's a wonderful question. This is unprecedented. Um, I've never seen anything like this before um, in Georgia. And this case tomorrow, I think is an unprecedented case nationally. Um, I don't know of anybody that I can think of in nationally, and I've got an election integrity group, actually two of them nationally. I don't know of another case where a bunch of poll workers or voters have stood up and said, hey, we have evidence of fraudulent ballots. And we want you to show us the ballots. And we're filing a lawsuit and we're going to force you to show us the ballots. I don't know of another case where this has ever happened. So it's going to be, uh, I think a landmark case and it's gotten a lot of national attention. And after, uh, tomorrow and, you know, this rest of this week, it's probably going to get almost as much attention as the debates in Congress. So, because uh, you know, everybody's going to be focusing on determining whether or not this, these, in fact, are fraudulent ballots, as we think they are. So, uh, no, it's a great question. I, I think it's unprecedented.
0: Okay, I've got one thing I want to, This uh, I'll wrap this and then, Binkley, you can, um, whatever else you have. Or Garland, whatever else you have to say, but Dave says he said a lot of stuff. He's kind of funny. He says buy some popcorn. This is a show. He says the system. Yeah, I know the system is a complete fraud and always has been. And Trump was a psyop and continues to be one. Now I want to comment on that, and you can too if you want. But uh, I agree with him. I do think that the system is totally corrupt. I believe Trump is a psyop, and uh, and for me, and I and I know garland and i neither of us are trump supporters so Mm -hmm. that that it's not that we're trying to get trump back in it's that and this leads me to the second point that i'd like to make is it's it's the election integrity yes dave says that it is corrupt and a fraud and i have always believed that but since i have known you garland i have thought you know this guy is immersed in the process and maybe my time would be better spent just doing what he's doing. You know, maybe if we all just did what what Garland is doing and hold the feet to the fire with the process according to the laws, they really couldn't get away with so much. So for me, that was always that one little ray of hope, that one little can kick that I thought what you were doing was the only real answer. And so for me, the outcome here is extremely critical like this is it for me. So, I know I already said that, but I did want to address Dave's point because I don't want to think I'm not we're not addressing the fact that the corruption could be total, but I think this will prove whether whether it is. If it is total, we'll know this time around.
2: You know, I think that's the biggest takeaway from today's show is what he just said is that we as voters we are so concerned about who wins, but we're not concerned about the process. If we could readjust ourselves and uh, to stop focusing on so much on who's winning and who am I supporting, but is the process correct? Uh, and who's, you know, which candidates want a good process and which candidates don't? I think that would be tremendous. I, that is one of the best comments I've heard in a long, long time. So I think I totally, totally agree with that. Except, except I, I would prefer Junior Mints over Popcorn if, if we're going to have a show. <laughs>
1: completely agree. Popcorn, in my opinion, is doesn't compare yeah, to Junior men's. overrated.
0: I used to smoke in the theaters. I think oh I just gave gosh. away my age. I remember smoking cigarettes. I not Waste my know. time with junior mints.
2: I, I don't want to sit next to you.
0: <laughs> no, I, I don't smoke anymore, Garland. I'm a, I'm a totally different person. I'm a grown-up now. So, But yes, uh, on a light note, that's good to end. So we will... Uh, can, can I ask you, one more quick question? Yeah, oh, yeah sorry. go ahead.
1: What are your thoughts on what's going to happen tomorrow in Congress when they go to certify the electors or to object to them, as many said they
2: they will? I think there's going to be a lot of objections and there's going to be a lot of debate and i i don't know where that's going to go um it, i mean if if the states can't agree on who their electors are um i i this is i don't know you know i don't know that the the state delegations can override what these legislature gave them um I, i've heard that they can uh it, it's a great question it, we're in such uncharted waters we really don't know where the how this is going to play out it could take twists and turns that we haven't even anticipated yet uh so that's uh, what i
1: expect
0: yeah that's what i was going to say there that's the answer the answer is yeah. I mean, even if it were to unfold organically, we wouldn't know where it was going. And I oftentimes I see something coming. I figure somebody's got a trick up their sleeves and I I just never know what that trick is. If I could figure it out, then I mean, it wouldn't be that tricky. But I but I always feel like and I, I can't help but. Noticed that there was all that build up to so shock and awe on election day. There was all that build up about things they were going to have rioting, whatever. And yeah, they they fake us out with that stuff once in a while. But I, you know, they could have, they could still have. You know, we had a very violent twenty twenty. They could Being be have set up like that, that way with these yeah. the
1: Trump could rally be. tomorrow. I'm sure Antifa and everybody going to be there.
0: It's the Antifa. I mean, I hate to say, I'm really not. You know, I, I'm not just reading the newspaper i know people who've been to the trump rallies and one in dc and said we were all completely peaceful and these weirdos all in black just came being inappropriately obnoxious you know total agents provocateur total professional i saw
1: some of it here when i went to the tail end of one of these stop and steal things yeah and Atlanta. i've
0: been i did march against obamacare and i remember being really emotionally reacting to people who were provoking me until a more experienced activist said, oh, yeah, don't let them get to you. That's what they're trying to do. (laughs) And you got to remember that. Garland doesn't well, let anything get to him. That's well, sure. right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, you're a, sto- a Stonewall favorito. I,
2: I try, I try just to keep, stay focused, and it's really hard to do sometimes. But you know, that was it's a great question. Since you, I know you like to end by going down the rabbit hole. So, <laughs> so
0: <laughs> you just uh, held uh, me up by my ears for a half an hour. That's all. <laughs> I, I'm always in the rabbit hole.
2: Oh <laughs> uh, well, but no, the, the question just a minute ago about uh, psyops. So here's what I think is really and everything that y'all just said. It, what seems strange to me is like this is being set up to divide America in half that you've got. Uh, it's like we're going to have this conflict and either Biden is going to be inaugurated and that's people are going to believe that it was stolen. Half of America is going to be stolen. There's going to be rioting and reading or Trump is going to find that the election was uh in fact uh uh you know overturned it should be overturned because of cheating and then the other half of america is going to be riding so it looks like this is set up and purposely yeah. by the media to create a conflict that is going to divide and destroy america um so and what i really find kind of interesting is that i thought we had the solution for this uh, our solution was just to go in and let's look at the ballots and we can decide who won and we can all agree on it. You know, if if there was no fraud, for example, in Fulton, then Biden won and we can all go about our business, even if you supported Trump or whatever. And if there is fraud, then all the Biden supporters will know it was fraud. And it, we didn't win you know, as they expected. And they will, I think, would go about their business with the understanding that the right person won. But it seems like that both sides don't want that.
0: I have to say, you've absolutely nailed the issue for me that Binkley and I have been talking about for years now. There is this active attack on on uh faith in the process or in executing the process i'm an anarcho-capitalist or a i'm a budding uh agorist actually but whatever i don't believe in the system as much as i would i i would accept the constitution as a compromise they're not following it anyway but as this proceeds i realize and i noticed this with the gore Bush thing. I had a um, friend from Germany who said, boy, your country is a mess. I said, my country isn't a mess. They have a real dispute and they are going to resolve it bloodlessly through a process that was established in advance. And I think that it's actually a testament to the fact that we're civilized. I mean, my Mm -hmm. thoughts have evolved a lot since then. But I, but this idea that process resolves conflict is something I cannot deny. And that, and we noticed starting with Stacey Abrams running in the primary for Governor Binkley, right? When they were Stacey versus Stacey and people. We're shouting her down and uh, you know not following any kind of decorum because of and, race
1: it was strictly a racial shout down and,
0: too uh, right, and that is part of what uh, that's like the mechanism they're using to have the the format disintegrate, but I uh, it's giving me new faith in process. As I see how important process is and that when they're pulling it down, chaos is emerging. And I, I don't think that you need a, to, a territorial monopoly on the use of force in the form of a modern state. But even a tribal government has a process. Yeah. And, you know, we need to uh, we need to recognize that ignoring the process, no one wins and you cannot agree.
1: Yeah. The national media does not have to be doing what they're doing. They could they be could be doing the opposite. On it. they could they be doing recovering Garland, covering it more fairly and not stoking all the division. But they aren't there to report the truth. They're there they, to get in the way of it.
0: And they could yes. identify yes. the process. Mm-hmm. They could identify yeah, the process. Yeah. Instead of calling it radical yes.
1: and a dictator, it just... I mean, yeah. it
0: literally says on the front page above the fold of the Wall Street Journal, it says some Republicans are going to object even though they have no hope of success. Yeah. Like, they're not... They don't have no hope of success. There is no process for something that has no hope of success. Yeah. You stop that process. It's like, a, it's like in Little League. If you have more than 15 runs, more than the other guy, you don't play any more innings. Like nobody's like, well, let's just keep playing. It's like, no, there's no hope of success, so you're not allowed to keep playing. You know? Yeah. But yeah. there is. You don't say hope. the team
1: is playing the game today, despite having no hope of winning.
0: <laughs> right, right. Unless, unless they're playing the wrong game, in which case they really have no hope of winning, yeah. and or you know, you're fighting above your weight or whatever. It's just, uh, I'm not great with sports analogies, yeah. but it is. <laughs> they, it isn't a. It isn't hopeless, or they wouldn't do it. <laughs>
2: Right, they have an yes. agenda because that was there's their... a
0: process. They could say on the Wall Street Journal, the process is thus slim chance of success. Yeah, and I kept reading right. the article looking for the process. Like, so what is the pro- everybody's asking? What happens? Nobody freaking knows. But they didn't put that in there.
2: No. So they have an agenda. I mean, it's clear. You can see. You know, and once you read enough of these articles, you know, you know how to detect the agenda. Well, I actually I actually stop reading for what the content says and just read for what the agenda is they're trying to get across. Yeah.
0: Welcome to the propaganda report. <laughs> <laughs> That's our job. Uh, so, all right, well, it's always fun to talk to you, and I really I like it that we can joke and have fun, even though, like, this is so, so important, absorbs all your time, but mm. it's your, you know, life goes on, and there are more important things, Ultimately,
2: you, you got to have a little uh, humor and uh, otherwise you yes. go crazy.
0: Yes. And as my mother always says, God is up in his heaven. I don't know why you get so worked up. He's still up in his heaven. <laughs> hey, like, we okay. could
1: get some ultimate humor and irony today if... We all go to bed tonight, and it looks like the Democrats are going to win hands down. <laughs> and then over the course of the next couple of days, the mail-in votes start
0: trickling in,
1: and the Republicans overtake the
0: Democrats. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, but that I, will be a sure sign of fraud, basically. Yeah. so I don't know what you're I thinking.
2: Then I'll have a whole, nother, I have a whole set of folks to ha- try to help.
0: Well, it's uh, always super, super I, fun. Okay.
2: Well, I'm, hoping are, God, I'm hoping God comes out here and straightens this out, that yeah. a mess out real quick.
0: I don't yet. know, man. He might be laughing at us. Who knows what test yeah. we're what right. test we're taking yeah. right now? We don't uh, know. So, all right, we're going to have to put you back on screen. So, powder your nose and get ready for the, li- the live stream okay. on Sunday at two. Go talk to God, put in a good word, and then come talk to us.
2: Okay, I'll put. I'll be camera ready. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, all Mark. right. Thanks, thanks, Mike. Thanks, for oh, okay. Thank you so much. Always fun. Thank you. Talk
1: to y'all later.
2: Bye-bye.